the Thrillist Podcast. This is episode 102. Yep, here we go. Here we Let's go. Do it. Visceralist at gmail.com. We are at Visceralist on Instagram and Twitter. Also, patreon.com slash Visceralist. We have a Patreon now. Um, we've had it for a while. Uh, definitely should have announced it uh, uh, probably on episode 100, where we had one of the biggest podcasters uh, in the world <laughs> on <laughs> the show. Um, a special guest, Rod and Karen from the Black Eye Tips. Um, uh, but, you know, it's all good. It's not... Don't don't feel any obligation to to contribute. Um, we just set it up uh, just to defray some of the costs of, of servers and hosting. So, but it's it's all good. It's all gravy, baby. I'm rich. No, I am not. Um, but yeah, Visualist or no Patreon.com slash slash Visualist. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, trifling in NYC. Uh, I have one. It's a follow up to the one that I did on episode 99 involving a Belgian frit place um, in my neighborhood called Belle Fries. Um, as you'll recall, uh, they were, they had hosted some sort of, um, I don't know, muscle car gangbang oh. uh, to, to promote, <laughs> to promote the opening of their place. It was just with like, just these Miami cars that were just revving their engines nonstop really annoying on a sunday afternoon but but i decided to give them another chance i was like i you know the the sauces that they have on their menu did look um we'll say enticing uh to my uh palate yeah we all know you love a good sauce like sauce yeah they and i think on their website they haven't uh one of the photos they have is of i think like their large like they serve they serve them in these paper cones, which is traditional way of serving them. But they have this one image of like a large order just covered in cheese sauce. And it looks, it looks fucking delicious. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I called them up and I live nearby and I'm like, Hey, um, just uh yeah can i just get an order of medium fries with uh three different cheese sauces i rattled them off and they're like uh okay yeah um uh how long is it gonna take you to get here and i'm like well uh i can be there really quick i live really close and they're like okay so when you get here we'll just we'll put them in and they, they only take like two to three minutes to make and i'm like Okay, well, no. Can, can you put them in now so that when I get there, they're ready, right? Right. And and she grab hit me and with go. The, yeah, exactly. I come in, credit card, boom. I'm off with my with fries, enjoying a lovely Sunday afternoon. Um, getting cheese sauce everywhere, all over the streets, my hands. That's why I keep some napkins in my back left pocket. Just you no, know, I'm good. So I th- she hits me with the, yeah, 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 it, it, it'll be good. And I should have known right there that it was not going to be good because mm-hmm. it was in a sort of condescending tone of like, you know, yeah, we know what we're doing here. But I thought I had made clear that I want them to be ready when I get there, right? So I wait like five, six minutes, show up there. I'm like, hey, my name is Visceralist. I call, called about the fries. She's like, oh, yeah. She turns to someone in the back. And says, "Hey, drop a drop an order of medium." Mm-mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I was saying, and I, I I took to mean I was like, so you haven't started it yet? And she's like, no, 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 it just takes two three minutes. Calm down. Okay, she didn't say calm down, but she did say <laughs> it just takes two three minutes. And I'm like, well, no, that's the point of me calling in advance is so that they'll be ready when I get here. Because otherwise, why call at all? Exactly. There's no point. I'm like, yeah, why even take phone phone orders if, like, when I show up, like, what if I had showed up and there's, like, a line in front of me that I have to wait? All right, all right fine, I'll wait in line five, six minutes till I get up. Yep, visceralist, medium, cheese sauce. Oh, okay, hold on. We'll put, yeah, yep, I remember you calling. We'll put them down two, three minutes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm good, sorry. That's like, a good point. Like, what what is the point of the phone order then? Yeah. And I know, like, I, I, I have really been trying to temper um, while telling the, having these stories on the podcast. Because, uh, look, I know these are tough jobs and they don't pay super well. And I really do try to be considerate of that. And, and just not only not tell them on the podcast, but not have them happen in real life. Like, I am really trying to... to be more patient especially these days right that's good working on yourself see yeah mm-hmm. yep work in progress but i mean the point is like if i call and you do say okay like she she definitely made it seem like they were going to get them started you know because like i did specifically right. bring this up on the call and she you know, even I asked like how long you know how long you're going to be yeah, yeah. But the point is, she wasn't even. And I, look, I don't know. Maybe if they're they're getting a lot of people calling who are just ordering and then never showing up. I mean, that seems pretty unlikely. But also, like, there is another Belgian free place half a block, literally half a block away from this place, and it's not. Which I mean is a quite quite a coincidence in and of itself. But it's like you you are not like the only game in town. Yeah, and I know they're aware of it. They they would have to be. So it's like, I don't know, should they be going the extra mile? And you, have you done the same thing over there? The call ahead now, pickup order? The, with the other place, yeah. the other place also has chicken sandwiches. And I've gotten both fries and chicken sandwiches. Uh, yes, I have called ahead. They ask, they, now they too ask like, how long is it going to take to get there? And I think this thing is like, I think with Belgian frites, like they're best when they're right out of, like they're super fresh. And so they want, you know, the, they want the best flavor for their, you know, customers. And so they ask, like, how long it's going to take to get here to get there. And I'm like, well, I'm really close. How long? So that's why I always ask, how long does it take to make them? Because I can be there. And probably, I could be there in one minute. <laughs> so you respond to their question with your own question. How long exactly. is it going to take you to get here? Well, how long is it going to be before they're done? <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like that's the point. The point is, if you're taking call orders, like this isn't a new concept. Where if you call ahead, it's because you want it to be ready. Like you don't call ahead so that you can go there and then wait a subsequent ten minutes. No, I, I think that usually is part of the agreement. They give you an estimated time when it'll be done. You're like, all right, that's when I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, yeah. Drop the yeah. Drop drop an order of medium. Like I don't know that. That was upsetting, and so I was like, you know what, just never mind, and I I just left. And I I mean, the thing is, this place is really small too, so it's like I was already kind of outside 
anyway when I was ordering. Like, it's hard to describe, but it's a really tiny place, and they have the doors, the front doors open. So, anyway, the thing is, I do still want to go there, and I still want to give them a try because, I mean, again, my sauce, my sauce obsession is is definitely kicking in. I'm thinking about it. I'm getting hungry right now. Thinking about these sauces, but um, maybe I will. I won't rule it out. You know, it's not a huge deal, of course, but I don't know. It's am I being too aggy? Um, I I I would be frustrated too, honestly, if that if that were me. But I probably would have waited. It also depends, you know, like how hungry I was. But if I was there already, I I would have waited. I definitely would have been lured in by like those that free scent that would have just yeah yeah they definitely smell they smell good and i will say i coincidentally i did get an order from the other the other place is called 375 degrees um and i earlier this week i did get a, a chicken sandwich and some fries from there and i will say if you let the like i ate some of the fries and then i went back to them maybe half an hour later to finish them off and they they weren't that good if if you wait they're wow. definitely a lot better See, so maybe she was acting in your best interest i know she, i'm sure she thought she was but i know what my best interest is i told her what my best interest was and that was to not have to wait around like yeah okay i look i appreciate it for her you know concern if if she was concerned it's all good <laughs> If she was indeed concerned, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she had just like given yours away. Maybe somebody had taken them already. It's like, oh dang, somebody took that yeah, medium. That looks good. It's that cheese sauce—they couldn't help themselves. Um. So yeah. So there's that. I also we don't have to dwell on this particular story because the fireworks thing that got like we talked about it. I think we've talked about it a couple times now because it was a few times and subsequent, like there was, I don't think I mentioned that the kids who were lighting them off right outside my window. Now I know you said that they were going off right outside your window. Yeah. A few episodes ago, you you were talking about that. And like, I, I, when you were talking about it, I was like, yeah, this sounds awful. But then I actually went through it. Yeah. Um, like a week later, because yeah, these kids are setting them off. They're, expl- I mean, they're exploding just above, like I'm on the top floor of my building, just above me. Right. And they're loud as fuck. The smoke was getting in my window coming in through my AC unit. Mm. Um, and you know, I've, I've been on, you know, online, there's these, these things that want la- the launcher things, they can move. If they move slightly to the left or right, they're now shooting at an angle into buildings. And sometimes they just bounce off, but sometimes they start a fire. Like they started a fire at this place in the Bronx, um, I think a couple days before the fourth. And guys, yeah, some old guy's whole apartment just burned down. Great, awesome kids. I think I did see that. Yeah, like, ugh. I mean, it seems to have died down since the fourth. I, I probably haven't heard any since that weekend. I've heard a, a couple since then, but yeah, the the fourth was seemed to be like the big hurrah where everyone that had any left they were just launching them the the fourth was was it crazy pretty out? much pretty much non-stop i think it was like six hours straight were you at, at your place were you estimate. at your place yeah and were they like 
exploding right by your window again? Not, no, no, no. They they weren't getting launched from there so much. That came like a little bit later, but not as intense as before. But I mean, it was kind of cool because I could look out and just scan the horizon. And, you know, if I looked from left to right, you saw fireworks everywhere Damn. Like, for the whole night. Like Six that part was straight. kind of cool. It, yeah, it was. They were just going and going and going. Yeah. Impressive, but annoying. Like, because you know, like even at those ones in the distance, it's like, oh, they, they look pretty. But then I had to remember, like, there's somebody like me that that's going off right outside their apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, that's not cool. Anyway, I just wanted to vent about that. That sh- this should be the end of it for. I think like, it is. Next I've, year. I've heard like a little spattering, like here and there, like one or two. But I think it, I think it's pretty much done now. Thankfully. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Bell Fries was behind the fireworks. No, I'm not going to say that. Uh. You, what's you? I understand you have a trifling involving the uh, U.S. Postal Service. Is that, is that correct? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a. Uh, it's like I'm not gonna get into the whole story, just because it's long and drawn out. It involves a package that was supposedly attempted to be delivered but never delivered. Mm. Um, a lot of phone calls, a lot of back and forth. But I'll fast forward to the end where it was agreed that I would just go pick it up from the post office. Um, so I go to pick it up from the post office on, it was actually July 3rd. I remember because then I had a conversation too. Like, are you going to be open? Like we had this back and forth over the phone. Like, are you sure? Wait, walk over there. You call, you called the post office and actually got a hold of somebody. Yeah, it was, I I got a little obsessed. Did you you find some special (laughs) phone number online or was it someone's cell phone? No, I have, I have the number. They were open. Um, I called basically like every five minutes from 9 until 9.30 until someone answered the phone. Whoa. Because oh. I was like, I've had enough. I can't take it. Also, because on my previous phone call with someone from the postal service, but not that post office, they basically told me that um, the time limit was coming to a close for my package to sit there. Because um, I think it's like 15 days. Okay. Well, and then oh, they wow. basically, then they get sent back. And right. my deadline was fast approaching. I think the third was the actual last day. So it's like, I can't, <laughs> this this is not happening. Like, <laughs> So, like, I, yeah, I got yeah, a little okay. obsessed that day. And so All I got right. through, essentially, you have to come pick it up. Fine, I'll come pick it up. So... I go to the post office and as you know, as it is most places now, only a certain amount of people are allowed inside at a time. So a line was formed outside. Right. Um, I was right behind. I was following someone on the sidewalk. Happens that she was getting in the same line I was getting into. So we were both, we both came to what we looked like was the end of the line um, in front of the post office, but we weren't against the building. We were closer to the curb on that side of the po- on that side of the sidewalk. So you were okay. So there was a line that appeared to be out the door, but it wasn't against the wall. It was on the curb, the, the far side of the sidewalk. I'm right. assuming it in order to allow people to go through. Yeah, but in but, hindsight, but it probably would have been better to be up against the building. Yeah, because my first thought is, doesn't that give people an opportunity? Maybe if they, 
you know, didn't see the line by the cur- the end of the curve. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh, the great, there's no line at the door. Let me go in. Oh, limited. Okay, well, I'll just wait here by the line. I don't know. Yeah, you you are absolutely right. Okay. Um, so there were people out there. It looked like they were waiting for stuff. Um, they were hanging out next to the line, but not on the line. Um, and so the, basically the system was as people come out, people go in. Who, however many people come out, that's how many people were going in. Um and we were and managing, was, now. Was there someone there wrangling this? Uh, no, system? there was no one official from the post office. We were managing it ourselves, right? Um, so everything was smooth, except there was some old guy that wasn't going in when people were coming out. The guy behind him is like, you know, go in. He's like, oh no! Basically, he was just standing there waiting for someone to come out. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was on the line. So that guy, uh. like makes an exasperated face, throws his hands up, and is like, well, you should be over there then. <laughs> just be standing here. So he goes in. Did he really throw his hands up? He did. He threw his hands He was disgusted. He threw his hands up. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, you saw me come in and stand right behind you. You, didn't, you can't say, like, I'm not in the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's fine. That guy moves and stands by the other people that are waiting for things. So they go in. And at this point... Um, I wait for a couple more minutes. Now I'm like second in line. There's only one person in front of me before I can enter, right? Um, Now, from my right, next to the building, approaches a man. He's on the phone. He's not wearing a mask. Um, He's on the phone, talking. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, you inside? You inside? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm right right Mm. here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And he continues this conversation quote-unquote conversation was he do you think he was saying it in sort of an exaggerated way so that you could hear you you being the people in the line he seemed like it so then he even stopped and like did the like he like peeked in the doors to kind of look in (laughs) oh you in there oh okay i'm right outside yeah and we're all and i'm looking at him like oh man please because i like i'm not gonna confront anybody about this line but i'm like come on just respect the line guy um So he doesn't, and he goes in, and the guy behind me, he's like, hey, hey to me, because it's too late, because the guy's already in. And he goes, "Uh, aren't we in line? Doesn't he see the line? Doesn't he know there's a line? I was like, I I don't know, man. I was like, yeah, I'm in the line, but you're in the line too, but like, Well, let me, let me, let me stop you there if I can, Um, because it seems to me that the per. You said you were second in line at this point. It seems uh-huh. like to me that the person who's first in line, it's their responsibility to check people who are going in. I would agree. That's why I was relieved I was not first in line. That would have been a lot now, of responsibility. What, <laughs> what did the person who was first in line, did they even notice? She was on the phone, too. She didn't She didn't mm, notice. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so, but, so this guy goes in, whatever, fine. I don't care. There's nobody wrangling outside, which is still frustrating. So it, the sign says 10 people, plus you're supposed to be wearing a mask. So it comes up to my turn. I go in. This guy is still in, but he's like in there, but kind of coming out, but in and out. And he's not wearing a mask, which is annoying me. Plus he's pushed us over the limit, our 10 people limit. Plus there's already more than 10 people. But he was in there and it looked like he he was actually meeting someone. Like his son was there, oh. his daughter, and it looked like the wife or girlfriend, whoever was in there. She was at the man the window. that window. Jeez, 
getting so flummoxed over this. I was like countertop. Disrespect. I was gonna say countertop. Uh, yeah, well, that kind of works. So she was at the window, and the daughter was with the son. And the daughter was probably like I don't know. She was maybe like ten, and the son looked like he was like three or four. So then she was, so then he was there, and the son got excited to see him. So they were hanging out, but then that's why he was in and out because he was like leaving. I don't know if he had dropped something off or whatever he had done because I had missed that whole opening interaction because I was still outside in the line. Got it. I was supposed to be, but um, <laughs> like you were supposed to. <laughs> yeah. But uh-huh. like, every time he would leave, the sun, he would like start to leave. The sun would get really upset. Like, oh, oh. oh, no, like, daddy, daddy, daddy. He's like, oh, no, stay. You got to stay here. I'm like, man, well, why'd you even come in then? Like, I didn't understand the point of him being in there. Like, But again, maybe I missed something yeah, in the beginning. It seems like, well, it seems like if his wife is handling the business, like whatever needs to be done at the countertop, uh, he could come in, take the kids out. That's three people out. I mean, it seems like this kid is going to be traumatized on the order of like an episode of This Is Us. <laughs> Like, dad leaves be carrying this with him forever that, yeah like at graduation he's gonna be like and I remember when you were about to leave me dad at the post office and I I had to bring you back <laughs> and now look you didn't think I'd make it here but okay wow that took <laughs> you didn't, dark, but I did it I did it I did it now you can go <laughs> Now you can go. <laughs> oh man! But um. Okay. But, so he was. The, he did have legitimate. He did. Sort of and so then, reason. an actual wrangler, like a post office employee, was like, "Hey, man, like, you gotta be in or out. We can't just have have this. It's already because the guy came in. He his eyes got kind of big because he started counting. You know, he did that quick math and was like, "This is mm-hmm. this is over ten people. He's like, we gotta do something about this.'" So then he sees this guy not doing anything, and so he eventually gets the guy to come out. But the guy, he pulled this funny move where, like, he sort of like had the kid over by the daughter, and it was they were all fooling around. And then he like slowly like snuck away at the door. But then so the the little boy wouldn't see him leaving, right? But then the little boy realized he had even tried to go out this other exit, but they have that door locked. So nobody like tries to go in and out that way, <laughs> so they can control the flow, I guess. Oh, but no. yeah, so then he tried to sneak, but he wasn't sneaky enough because then the son realized it and he was crying and like trying to chase after him. The daughter had to come and grab him, and like oh, it was, it was, wow. it was a lot. And then you know after that, the wrangler did a good job. You know, he lowered the number of people that were coming in because as people were going out, people tried to come in, you know, the the one in, one out, which makes sense. We were already over capacity. So he had to deny a couple people access and they were very confused about it. He was like, no, you can't come. You cannot come in. But they're like, somebody came out. It's like, but it's more than 10 people. But everyone was, you know, it was was okay, I guess, for the most part. But yeah, I mean, this is the first like real... I guess line infraction I've been a part of since this whole time. Yeah, People I mean, have been pretty respectful of the lines these days. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I've I've only really been encountering them at like grocery stores, and a Trader Joe's has lines, um, but they have they have a couple people wrangling. I mean, you're lucky that it wasn't like we've been getting like 
huge thunderstorms that last for about like an hour oh, randomly yeah. like every other day for the past three weeks so uh i guess it's good you weren't caught up in that i would have been annoyed at that yeah would you have confronted the guy at that point if it was raining because but the thing is if you had confronted him you would have quickly found oh shit he does have a legit reason to be in here mm, true should he be cutting the line though i don't still, know like, like, yeah i i just did he have anything in his hands that it looked like he could have given to his wife no that's that's the main thing right i just need to know why because he didn't take the kids he didn't seem to alleviate any of her stress Right. Um, if anything, he made it more stressful getting the kid all worked up. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his purpose was. Well, well, I'll tell you what. I'll go down there and I'll just wait for him to show back up again, and uh, and then I'll ask him. <laughs> What's your business here, sir? <laughs> what do you remember, July third? Let me take you back. You went to the post office. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, we can move on to uh, to the next topic. Um, uh, now, you you raised this this issue with the the Columbus. Do you want to explain the the outline of of what's going on here with the potential renaming of the city of Columbus? Yeah. So um, you know this. There's been a lot of, I guess, discussion and people thinking about names and how words matter. And city of Columbus, Ohio, there's a lot of Columbuses in the United States. And one of them is Columbus, Ohio, you know, mm-hmm. named after Christopher Columbus. And somebody started a petition, I think it was on change.org, to rename the city of Columbus um, Flavortown. Um, hmm. <laughs> Flavor Town was, I guess, made famous by Guy Fieri. Um, apparently, Guy Fieri is from Columbus. I did not know he was born in Columbus. Did you know that? I didn't either. I did not. Yeah. Um, so apparently, he was born in Columbus, but they felt that this was. I I read something later that the guy that started it felt like the Flavor Town part was more of a joke, but that he did think that Columbus should be renamed, but he just like threw out. Flavortown is kind of tongue in cheek. Um, he didn't think it would catch on right. like this, um, but yeah, it it did. And you know, I, I don't <laughs> think that it was actually going to be renamed Flavortown, but <laughs> um, it just made me think like, if I could rename it, what would I rename Columbus, Ohio? Hmm. Yeah. It's so the guy Fieri, like who he's uh, he's pretty big star uh on the food network and i guess just in the restaurant world generally um got his he was a restaurateur apparently got his start on the food network by winning um a contest of like he did the next food network star and i guess as part of the prize for that he got his own show which i think i the the main show that he does is called diners drive-ins and dives he goes around different restaurants around the country and just talks that are, you know, sort of like, um, I, well, yeah, diners, drive yeah, they're drive-ins. smaller mom, like diner. mom and pop places. I actually like that show. So, you know, show. I do, I do too. I'll, I'll put it on if there's nothing else on. And just cause I, 
I like looking at, you know, well shot images of food. Yeah. I like watching dishes being made. Uh, the type of food that they cover is not is certainly not oat cuisine. Uh, in most cases, although some, maybe some cases, but mostly, yeah, mom and pop type type places. Um, there's, I mean, it's been on the air, you know, as a, I think, I mean, it's, it's in like its 20th or maybe 25th season. Oh, wow. Like I didn't realize that. Like, Jeez. they do, um, yeah, there's been tons of episodes. Um, he is from Columbus, though he was raised in California. Um, and apparently, so I, I was, of course, did a deep dive, uh, of this whole thing, um, because I, I did recall that there was some sort of minor scandal around Guy Fieri from, from years and years ago um, that I that I remembered. And it was sort of like, my thought there was like, this guy isn't super clean. I get that it, Flavortown, naming, renaming it Flavortown is a joke because, because everyone thinks that, oh, he's just like this, you know, colorful sort of, you know, d- surfer dude. Or it's like bro, broed up restaurateur, but but he does have some dirt in his background, and I was I couldn't quite remember what it was. So, I, but I did do some research, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes. I, I guess it's it's really the whole thing is really stupid, but apparently back in 2011, um, one of the f- Food Network, they have this weird relationship. So there's a production company. And there's Food Network, and apparently, and Guy Fieri is technically an employee of Food Network, but this production company runs the Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives show. So technically, Food Network was like hiring him out to this production company to do this show, which was then aired on Food Network. Okay, so right. mutually beneficial. But apparently, there are t- these two parties: the production company and Food Network. Apparently, at some point. Food Network um, sued the head of this production company. This guy's name is David Page because he was apparently creating a hostile work environment and also not getting materials in on time, like production materials, videos, etc. And so they sued him. uh, And in in these... um, in the loss in that lawsuit it came out that this guy was was apparently being a pretty big dick to his employees um i want to pull up some quotes from um from the article hold on if you want to vamp for a little bit i don't did you look into this guy um i i just read that part i didn't go any deeper than than the link that you sent and i think i clicked like one of the links that was that was um in the article to go to the I think a, like original lawsuit, but yeah, he sounds like the the emails that they were quoting were like rather aggressive. And the guy sounds like a like a yeah, real jerk. Here we go. <laughs> so this came out when Food Network sued David Page, and apparently these are these are emails in the suit, and he he's these are quotes from emails from Page to his employees. Uh, and these now these are out of context, I will say, but these are the quotes. Quote one: He called someone a vile, unimport, uninformed piece of shit. Now these are these are emails from a guy who runs a production company to his employees. Quote two: You are one fucked up, dumbass loser. Uh, quote three: 
I hope you die so I can dance on your fucking grave. <laughs> so, so aggressive. Can you... And then, okay, quote four. Uh, let's assume I'm a genius from now on. Let's all assume I know what the fuck I'm doing. This is no longer democracy. Um, oh, yeah, that one. That one stood out. I was like, ooh, look at that. It doesn't seem like it ever was a democracy, to be honest, if you're, like, with this. But, like, you're one fucked up dumbass loser, and I hope you die so I can dance on your fucking grave. Like, even for me, I'm like, maybe they had a joking relationship. I don't know. I definitely, I really don't want to defend this guy at all. And I hope this doesn't come off like I am, but maybe they had a jokey joke relationship. Because if you're saying shit like that in an email to your employees, you are either like, like, how do you get work? How do you get business done? Yeah, like, I, I don't, that part really threw me for a loop. I'm like, okay, I could see, because usually it is reportedly said these things, right? But this documented in email yeah. correspondences, like, like how, are, so how is anybody going to work with you you say this type of stuff to them in an email? I mean... I think the thing is at that point, look, it's it's a very competitive industry at that point. So this is apparently a r- roughly around season 10, 11, 12 of like those show, season 12, I believe, was in production while this this case is going on. Food Network's claiming that he hadn't delivered um, assets for season 12. So it's already a successful show. Working on a successful show is hard. It's hard to break into this biz. I could see people tolerating this abuse just to keep their job, okay. which is a sad state of affairs. And certainly back then, this is like this all t- took place ten years ago. So, yeah, it sucks. Um, this guy seems like a piece of shit. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, the, again, it's out of context. All right, but that's part one of this. Part two is this guy David Page countersued Food Network. And in this countersuit, he alleges certain things about Guy Fieri um, that are quite unseemly, I will say. Um, And I'll go into this. Now, I should say, these are all just allegations that are coming from David Page. There doesn't appear to be any documentation of this. This is his assessment of Guy Fieri. And he says, quote, you have to protect Guy from all of his poop jokes. Also, anytime a woman, anytime any woman, sorry, that that one like threw me for a loop when I first read it too. That was like poop jokes. That, that is a weird way to frame frame it too. Like you have to protect guy from all of his poop jokes. I guess that just means edit them out. I certainly can't recall from my watching the show, hearing any poop jokes coming from guy. That would be pretty bad in a show that's all about food right. as well. But he goes on, Paige goes on to say, anytime you, anytime any woman mentioned cream, Guy went into a sexual riff. When cutting the show, you had to tell the editors to watch Guy's eyeline because it's always on breasts. Now, that's what I recalled about this. And I, you know, I, I guess I read, this story is from 2011. I probably read it back then. And I probably started paying more attention to what Guy was doing on the shows. And I... I can say that when there is a, you know, an attractive woman who is the restaurateur who he's talking to, he definitely doesn't touch them or anything. Um, but he does kind of, he gets a little flirty, okay. I, I think. That's my, that's just my read on it. Um, and I don't know if perhaps me reading this article colored my perception, so I'm looking for it more. That's certainly possible. 
Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would have to go back and check. I honestly don't remember a lot of people fitting. Like, I don't remember him being like put in that position a lot. You know, I like, even had that mean? opportunity. Most of the time, it was like a lot of lot of men or like older, right. or, like older, like you know, like right. mom, grandma type figures. There definitely are a, a fair bit of, of young women who, okay. who are restaurateurs as well. I've certainly seen quite a few. I just actually. don't remember. I just I probably just episodes. watched a lot of episodes of this show. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Paige does go on to say that um, Fieri's made some um, homophobic remarks about men that he thought might have been gay who, who ran a restaurant. Uh, and he goes on to say some, some other, I mean, you guys can see this article, like I'm not going to get into all of it. These are all, but the thing is, these are all coming from page. He's just, he's just saying, you know, this one point guy did this. Whereas in food networks lawsuit against him, there's documentation. I mean, you know, and, and Fieri's people did respond to this and they said, guy, guy's reputation speaks for itself. He's a stand-up guy who does right by people. He never made any of these comments attributed to him. And they essentially say that uh, Paige is trying to, to run a smear campaign against him uh, over the course of this lawsuit. Um, now, unfortunately, I did not dig deep enough to see what the result of the suit and countersuit was. I assume since the show's still on the air and has been since 2011, still going strong, I assume they... Page guy is no longer involved. Um, I didn't yeah, want to go that. That sounds like a safe assumption. <laughs> but <laughs> circling back to the main thing where this started um, uh, about renaming a flavor town. Okay. Yeah. The, the guy who started the change.org position did say it was meant as a joke. The primary thing is about getting rid of the Columbus name. And he did even mention it's probably a better idea to name it after a Native American. Or, or oh, he did mention that. that. Oh, okay, he, he did say that's in a Washington Post article I read about this, and that got me to thinking, because I know around the Midwest there are actually a lot of city names that are, you know, uh, based on or, or derived from Native American words or the names of tribes from that area. Um, my first thought was uh, Milwaukee. I know I knew off the top of my head, yeah, uh, is named after a tribe, but I did some more research on this, and it turns out. There are tons of cities already in Ohio named after like Native American words or tribes, including uh, Ishtabula. Okay, that's that's. I mean, oh yeah. You and I are from Ohio, so some of these names these names are not going to be familiar to Ashtabula. anybody. Ashtabula. 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 You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so these are going to be names that are familiar to you and me, but. I do want to go through them because I am getting, I got some nostalgia hits as I was reading through these names. Chilla coffee. I knew that one. That's what that Tecumseh musical is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, never saw that either. Kishakton. Oh yeah. That makes Cuyahoga. sense. Uh-huh. Uh, Muskingum. Hmm. Okay. Did you, you Next, I, no, I've heard of it. I did not. That one didn't make me think Native American, but it makes sense. Yeah. Now, and and this one was a bit of a surprise. Apparently, the word Ohio <laughs> is from the Seneca tribe, and it means big river or great river. I think I did know that for some reason. Yeah. And then apparently, the Allegheny 
which oh, yeah. is the name of another river there, is also is a different tribe's word for Big River as well. I think it's like almost all those rivers. Scioto River too. Yeah. So it turns out, yeah, Olentangy. Yeah. Um, Wyandotte. Yeah. Scioto, yeah. So like tons of so yeah, of course it seems like a fucking no brainer. Name it after a fucking Native American thing. Ohio is named after a Native American tribe. <laughs> Take the yeah, take the Columbus down. Take I'm sorry, take the statues down. Columbus was a vile piece of shit human being, even by the standards of that day. He was awful. Um, I now do I think it's ever going to happen? Um, no. The people of Columbus, I think, are going to if <laughs> look. No, a short answer, no. Without without getting into to too much detail, you know, about the politics of that area. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's so. They said that you the think there's a chance. Was, said the statue is coming down. Okay, well that's good. If they, I think if somebody comes up with a good enough alternative, potentially it could happen. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I don't feel myself any special. I used to feel like more of a special attachment to the name until mm-hmm. I realized that there were so many other Columbuses around. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. well, <laughs> it really does. I think the first time I heard another one was Columbus, Georgia. And I was like, there's another one. And then there was something like on the Simpsons. Cause that was like why they chose Springfield. Cause Springfield could be anywhere, basically right. like anywhere USA. And they'd mentioned, I think they made a joke about like Columbus too on the show. Hmm. And is like Columbus could be anywhere in the United States. I'm like, well, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, there. It seems like the kind of name that would be in a lot of American states. Yeah, I'm sure. Did, I don't know. Did you have any other ideas for names that you're thinking about? No, that, I, it's funny because I was on the same boat. Um, I was on the Native American train with you. I was trying yeah. to come up with people. Like I was. That's why I thought, said Tecumseh. Cause I was like, Tecumseh. that could be one. Um, I mean, cool. that's already like fairly celebrated. I don't know if they still do that outdoor extravaganza. Yeah, what is this thing? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Um you never seen the ads for it? It's a what no what? Oh man I know I've heard of Tecumseh Native American leader. Yeah, so I think it I think they used to put it on in Chillicothe, I believe, um this time of year because it was always outdoors. It's essentially just like a a play, like about about his life. I don't know what oh, okay. what is actually section, but yeah, it was I used to see ads all the time. Okay. We never went down to see it, but I did I do remember like um seeing some other things down there like uh like I went to like Mound City and we saw like like the snake oh, mound that. and the other mounds. Like my mom was real into history stuff, so she would take us like field trips around Ohio to different things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Ohio has a, like so much like Native American history that's there that like people just accept and don't even realize is like right. <laughs> is based on that. But yeah, I'm I'm with you, and like I think that would be the way to go, and I think that would be like. And like an almost like an easy win, but maybe not necessarily. Yeah. They, someone would someone would definitely like I could only imagine the names. I don't know if they've like had any sort of real the competition or contest, but I'm sure there would be a lot of like um, Ohio State like oh, yeah. That's themed, I was just thinking names. Buckeye <laughs> Buckeye City. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, or like Cooper, Cooper Town, yeah, or something. like Arch, Archieville, or it's like <laughs> something to do with Tre- Griffin, Trestleton. Like. I would vote for Tre- Trestleton. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So look, I would. I guess I wouldn't rule it out completely, but that's a that is an uphill battle for real. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think a big step is getting the statue down. That was a major victory, but yeah. in terms of renaming the city, probably not happening. But you never know. Yeah. Um. Well, I did want to also just just for listeners from Columbus, I believe we have several. Uh, there is, and I've done this before, where I've I've put it on the listeners to try to find uh something online that I can't track down. And there's this song by Columbus Band. I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a little bit of how the hook the chorus goes. But I was trying for the for the life of me, I couldn't find this song online anywhere. And I was putting in like I know the lyrics to the chorus, and I put that in Google like a big block of text. Couldn't didn't match anything. And it's just it's just a really catchy song that I liked. And I remember it from when I used to. Um, I'll say I used to be an intern at this record label and I came across this band and I wanted to bring this band, this Columbus band to the label to pitch it, to, to be signed. Um, and that never happened. And this would have been back in like 2006 or 2005 or six or seven, somewhere, sometime around then. Um, so listeners, if you can find this song, the lyrics go, hit the lights. It won't help you sleep. I will be. I won't be here when you get home. Contact will only make it worse. Now I'm gonna sing it. <clears throat> Let me get. get right That's right. You need a. You need a warm up. <clears throat> I just gotta figure my octave. Hit the light. Okay. Hit the light. It won't help you sleep. I will be here when you get home. Contacts will only make it worse. Okay. <laughs> uh, I never heard that song. It's it's definitely just some it's some they're almost certainly not together anymore. I, I can't fucking remember the name, and I I can't remember the song title either. I I thought it was called Hit the Lights. It may be, it may not be. I don't know. I just put it out there. You want it to be hit the lights? Put man, I don't know. It's probably something real basic that. I sh- I it might just um, be lights or something. <laughs> yeah, it's lights instead of lights or something. <laughs> Google let me down. All right. Um, anyway, move, let's move on to our last last segment. This is actually a new segment uh, that I'm introducing to the show. Um, and I, there are the, let's say our working... I'm not sure that this is going to be the go-to title, but the working title will be... I like this in theory, but how's that? I like that. I like this in theory, but uh... <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's the name of the segment. Just uh... <laughs> Not exactly sure how you would spell that, but we'll see. So anyway, this is a segment where I'm I'm going to pitch a couple ideas. You know, if you want to, when next time we do this, uh, please, uh, a couple sort of off-kilter ideas for products that could be introduced in the marketplace, maybe already exist, and I'm just not aware of them, 
Um, but I just want to get your take on them. Okay. See if you if you find them viable. Please ask any questions that you have. Um, and we'll go from there. First one is a belt, just a normal men's belt. Um, but it only has one hole in it. So it's a bespoke belt, or it could be a series of belts, but the key part is it it only has one hole. You have to get, you know, the one, the one hole that fits you properly. Right. Okay. Um, so, you know, if you lose a lot of weight, you put on a lot of weight, this belt's not going to work anymore. Okay. So you gotta, so, you know, maybe that's a benefit. It encourages you to, encourages you to stay at one weight if you're out of weight you like. Um, in the, if you go to it in the store, what you'll see is a bunch of belts, but they will all have holes at slightly different place. But each belt only has one hole. And the way I, the reason I thought up thought this up is like when I look at my belts. Just aesthetically, I don't like that it has a bunch of different holes on it. You know, it's mm, like you, okay. you know you want to clip clip it into this one, clip it into this one. Ugh, all these holes all, all over the place. It's driving me crazy. I look like some kind of like super villain hole guy. Or the dark hole. <laughs> so what do you think? You put it on, nice clean look, boom, one one hole. Now I, I am aware that there are belts, there's a type of belt that just has like a clasp. It doesn't even have any holes. Yeah. It's not designed that way. There are belts that are just have magnets. There's all kinds of stuff. I'm talking about a normal leather belt, a nice you know, dark brown, maybe even black, just one hole. What do you think? Um, let me ask you this. I think we could even make it better, right? What if okay. it was just the leather, right? And when you you could you could do this, and when you bought it in the store, they punched the hole for you wherever you wanted it to be. Hmm. Hmm. So then, well, I think then. See, I'm picturing these being available at like a Target or something. Oh, okay, I was like, thinking like I think what like you're describing, right? Even like a, yeah, a department store, then like like all right, hold, you know, then they like you know one of the floor people can just like punch it for you wherever you want the hole to be. But then, so how are you marking when you want the hole to be? Are you going? Are you trying it on right there? Yeah, you're gonna have to do with, something like, like marking that. it, with right? Something? Well, I mean, how is how are you deciding which one to get? Unless you're trying it on, even let's say they all have the right. hole, right? Right, even if you go to Target, yeah, you'll have to try. You probably have to try a couple of them on to get the right hole. Right. What do you think about the weight fluctuation issue? Um, I think it's interesting. I think it definitely would keep, <laughs> which would you know could be like a motivator. It could be a frustrator for people, but yeah, it would it would keep you staying the same. You be like, I don't want to buy another belt, but like you know it. I think it would serve as a motivation. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's an ancillary benefit. It's not primarily my thing with it is, is just, I don't like having all those holes. And I think it looks, I think it looks a little bit more slick and stylish to just have the one hole. Um, okay. Do you have, I guess, Hmm. I don't, I think is like they, in theory, yeah, they don't really sell belts like this either, where you can just do it at, do it at home. You know, I don't know how you do it, like 
punching through those. Like I, I remember. <laughs> no, they don't. I actually used I used to be so skinny that I remember when I bought a belt. I did some shopping right before I got to college, um, just like some clothes shopping. And I, as part of that, I got a belt. And when I went home and tried it on, even like the last loop was too loose on me. So I actually did have to punch even a tighter hole yeah. <laughs> into, the, into the belt because I was that fucking skinny. So, and I, I can remember trying to punch that in. It is hard. Like I was using the end of a scissors, like the one end of a scissors to punch a hole in. And it still was, it was surprisingly difficult. Did you make so it? I did. It looked kind of crummy, you know, and, and weird, but you know, look, the shirt, most, I, I'm never tucking in my shirt. You know that, you know, you know, one thing about me, <laughs> this list is that I will not be tucking any shirts in. I'm off tucking. I, one of my, my first job in the city was I had business casuals. I had to tuck in my shirt. I hated it. I haven't tucked in a shirt since, and I've been to weddings. I haven't tucked so, in a shirt since. <laughs> so, and I've been to churches too. So, in any case, um, my shirt will usually cover up the belt. In any case, but you know, I just kind of, I still kind of like it. It's not a terrible idea. I'm, I'm sure there are people that have it but in mass I, I mean i don't think it works you know mass produced in the target or whatever but why not not enough people would buy it oh yeah because people you think most people are going to want the flexibility of having multiple holes right okay yeah yeah you're almost certainly right <laughs> another part of this was I was thinking about like sometimes I kind of wonder like about what super rich people do because when you're super rich thing like you you come people come up with ideas for you or you come up with ideas to be efficient where you don't you wouldn't have to deal with stuff like that. So I would imagine if super rich all of their clothing if they want is made for them bespoke like everything you have someone come in all of your slacks all of your shirts they're just designed for you okay so that's you know that concept already exists uh-huh. right true with, with pants and shirts so i just extended it to belts you get one belt one hole all right well you put on some more weight all right fine, fine. give me a hundred different belts <laughs> and i have someone who's keeping track of my weight and people's people's weight doesn't fluctuate that much to where each day you're going to need a new one. No, maybe like every couple months you might need a little bit more room if you've been, you know, indulging. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I just saw, I saw something the other day, like apparently Dr. Dre wears a new pair of sneakers. I think, I think they said Air Force Ones literally every day. Uh, like he doesn't I, wear, I I he that. doesn't wear a pair more than once. That's wasteful. It is, and ho- I'm hoping that I didn't read the whole thing. Maybe he donates the, the unused. I thought he just like he wears them. He donates. Had a pair. pair for every day. I thought he had just had like so many pairs that he rotates them. I thought it was no, like a brand new pair every day. Oh, so 365 pairs every worse. every year for years. I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out. But in any case, sometimes it's just fun for me to consider, like, if you if money was no object, like how you would alter your life to make it, you know, marginally easier. Yeah, I, I you know, sometimes I think about that, too. 
Like, could I? I could just have it, you know, it, it, it would make things a little easier. Like, ah, just have it made for me. Yeah. You don't have to shop for all these yeah. sizes, you know. Your guy knows your size. You're like, I need a new shirt like this. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so we'll say it's a maybe on that one. <laughs> Second one uh, involves podcasting. Now, this one, this one, I, I almost hesitate to even say on the air, on the air, um, quote unquote, because I think it's a great idea that I think at some point will actually come into play. Now, I don't necessarily want to. It, it involves a lot. It's going to involve a lot of AI technology. And I'm not in that world. I don't particularly want to be. So, you know, I would still like to retain the copyright if, if so. So I'll, I'm just going to declare that I have the copyright to this. Okay. That's how it works. Yep. I'm sure. That's legal. So, <laughs> so I think I mentioned this on the podcast a while back, but be, there, with the, you know, there's been an explosion of podcasts. Um, it's very easy to do. A lot of people like them. Um, everything's on demand. So it's, you know, it's not like radio where you have to, wait through a bunch of ads you can skip the ads if they have them whatever um and a lot of shows you know like ours and and ones that we like are you know friends that are sort of talking casually about stuff and so i read somewhere that these sorts of podcasts and and listening to a podcast generally is like renting a friendship right it's like you sort of check in it's like you're hearing people like kind of just shoot the shit uh, and you're like kind of like sitting in the corner, just kind of listening to them, you know, um, for a couple hours a week or whatever it is. So renting a friendship. And I always I thought that was kind of like a poetic expression. Like I just kind of like renting a friendship. But then I was thinking, then I was thinking, well, you know, we have device, we have uh, apps like Siri and uh, Alexa and those sorts of things where you know, AI can understand what you're saying and do some research and come back to you with a response that sounds, you know, sort of like a human voice. Like it, it's getting better and better the more naturalistic it, it, it um, uh, the more it's getting more naturalistic the, the more the technology develops and it will continue to develop. I mean, you know, you look at um, you, how video game uh, image quality has developed oh, yeah. where. You know, in the basketball games that I'm thinking of right off the bat, or, or FIFA, like these players on the new generation of consoles, and there's a new generation coming out later this year, the PS5 and the new Xbox, like, you know, these images are becoming more and more realistic, right? So this is a thing. So my product idea is um, it's it's an app that goes on top of like a podcast app. So it would work in tandem with, with a normal podcast app it's where you download the podcast and you can listen to it normally as it is. But if you want to talk to the podcast hosts, you speak to them, the AI picks up what you're saying. It does a little research. It analyzes the voices of the podcast hosts and analyzes what the type of stuff they say, their tone of voice, their content of what they talk about, and then it actually responds to you in their voice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Responding to what you said in the middle of the podcast. So, so you can... it would... It would... What? <laughs> <laughs> so imagine... Okay, imagine someone listening to us right now, right? It was who is has this in their headset and they were like 
you know, visceralist, what's your favorite? Visceralist, hold on, talking about this podcast. What's what's your favorite color? The microphone, right. So it's just like Siri. Siri, what's your favorite color? She'll give you some answer, right? Yeah. So in this case, what it's doing is this app, this AI app, has already analyzed all of our episodes of the show. Okay. So it can, it can match our tone of voice. It can mimic it. Look, it's all just data files, the tone of our voice, et cetera. So it's like like with deepfakes, like these already exist as well, right? right? You can mimic someone's voice almost perfectly. So it'll so basically it's like having your own Siri that you can ask, but but it's in the voice of the podcast hosts. And it and you can do it so essentially what the app does is pause if you ask a question, it pauses it, it takes a second to think, and then it answers your question in the voice of the podcasters, and then it then it unpauses and goes back to the regular podcast you can interrupt at any time huh. are i guess my question for you is are there any podcasts where as you're listening to it you would like to be like hold on you really did that but it wouldn't I, yeah would it necessarily okay so let's say like somebody asked a question uh, like what if somebody asked a question about like they're listening to this episode right and they Mm -hmm. they ask you a question about you know what kind of sauce you what other sauces you ordered for those fries Mm -hmm. so what it would do at at that point is it would and it's not actually me answering it's just the ai voice you know we'll we'll call it uh viri But a series. Okay. So the Viris, the Viri system yeah. is going to then, it's going to know that we were talking about Belfries. It's going to do a quick analysis of their menu online, and in my voice, based on me talking about cheese previously, yeah. it'll say, "Yeah, I, I had an extra order of cheese sauce on the side." In my voice, and then it'll go back into the show. Huh. That's kind of cool. So yeah, and it's it's like a chat. It's a combination of a chatbot, you know, which again already exists, but it's vocal, and it's like it's a combination of a chatbot Siri, and it also mimics the podcaster's voice and their cadence and their likelihood of what they would say based on what they've said. The AI analyzing what they've said in every previous episode to develop sort of a profile. That's kind of cool. I I don't. Hmm. I'd be curious. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, are you, I mean, I'm, look, I love podcasts. I have for years. I'm generally content to let them say what they say. And like, it's not actually them saying it. Right. That's the part that's kind of freaky. Would I use it? Like you mm. can, like you can email into a podcast and they'll, some, some shows will read it back and they'll answer your questions. This is more just in real time. And it's, I mean, the, the scary thing is like, okay, you let this AI analyze what a hundred episodes of your show you know, I don't know if the technology is there yet to where they can, you know, the technology is there today where they can come up with a transcript of your show just by listening to it. Like that technology exists. The question is then analyzing it for content, for emotion, those sorts of things. I don't think that technology is yeah. there yet, but I could totally see it getting there eventually. And then it just develops a profile of you and it becomes like a Siri style chatbot that you can interact with in real time while you're listening to the show. I don't know if I would, uh, if I would use it, but I really like the idea. It sounds so, you wouldn't sounds use really it at cool. all. No, because I, I think in the it? end, 
I think the part that throws me off is the is the fact that it's not actually them answering. Hmm. Is that it is it is yeah. like the AI system's best guess of what they would say. Right. Right. Yeah. And I I mean it's look, I I don't I have an iPhone. I I don't use Siri at all. I don't I don't particularly like it. I don't either. And it is it's and this, you know, Viri app is is more of a novelty than anything. Yeah. Um um just to see what it yeah, what it thinks these guys. But you know, if the technology gets good, it, I I wonder if it would get to the I mean it's it's scary in that the way the, the concept of deep fakes does kind of scare me. Um, particularly with the political environment we're in, but apparently there's also technology that's good at identifying deep fakes, pretty pretty well as well. So the idea that there will be a deep fake that is not able to be identified as such, you know, apparently that that won't happen, or at least it's not we're not yeah, there yet. That's pretty cool. It's like the um, no, never. Dad, this is a stupid reference. I was gonna say. Well, now you have to say. I don't even remember what this movie, but it was like this phone tracer. (laughs) I think Marky Mark Mark Wahlberg was in the movie, and it was like. I thought you were gonna say her, and then because when you started talking about the the deep fakes, and then the deep fake like detector, they had like this. this phone tracer and then the phone tracer blocker then the phone tracer blocker blocker tracer it was they kept like stacking on and on yeah. it was, and it was like, <laughs> <so> stupid <laughs> i don't even remember what the movie is now but um yeah, yeah that's stuff, that stuff is kind of scary huh. the stuff that you're describing yeah um right. but I, your idea back to the idea uh right I like it. I wouldn't use it. I think it is like more of a novelty, but um, right. I feel like somebody will try to do it. Yeah, I I could see. I wouldn't be at all surprised if you know Spotify is making big investments in in podcasting. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they're developing that or right. something similar. Because um, I mean, people do use Siri and Alexa. I mean, granted, it's it's usually just for a quick. You know, like like the movie Her is is that's what it's all about. Is this guy having this quote unquote relationship with with the Siri right, type device? Yeah, I do like that um, So conceptually, it's been around for. Oh, it's not you know completely unique or anything, but mm. that was a good one. I like the belts too. Yeah, though. very. I think the belts could work. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Well, investors, if you're out there, uh, visualist at gmail.com or, or Patreon. Visualist. Patreon.com slash visualist. Well, we can wrap up. Uh, any any closing thoughts? Uh, no. Eat something green. Uh, yeah, that's it. Eat something green, drink some water, and then drink some more. Drink a little <laughs> bit more water. You can more. never have enough. It's good for you. Yeah. Uh, this was podcast. Yeah.